Alright. Uh, new show we're doing. Uh, I don't know how often this will be, but responding to criticism. And oh, all... is that what you're here for? Well, it, it's also just... Uh, I've been meaning to do a, a thing where we always just do a, a show after the podcast, right. where we talk about the guests, talk about the podcast, how we thought it went. Uh, and this has just sort of inspired me to get on with doing this because we've done a podcast with Dan Bilzerian, probably our most hated guest of all time, judging by the comment. In terms of hate comments. I think he's the most controversial, isn't he? I'm not sure how many people hated in a way where I'd consider it like awful. I don't think Dan will read any of it and go... No, I don't give a... I mean, you can give a fuck, yeah, uh, as he really, said. Yeah. But uh, we got hit because of having him on as well. Like, we thought you were better than this. Like, yeah. the amount of times I read people, we thought you are better than this. I thought, Surprise. what have I done here? Like, I, have I, I feel like I, I've shot someone or really? something. Like, I don't yeah. think people... When you shoot someone, people don't go... You're better than this. No, well, I guess I feel like I've let my parents down sort of really? shit. Like, that was the way it, the comments were like, you're so much better than having him on. And I'm like, yeah, have you seen some of the shitheads I've had on this podcast over the Go years? Go on, name some. God, I love them all. Right. I mean, some more than others. but Yeah, Sean Atwood. He's not a shithead, but we love him more. Um, I see what you're saying, though. The reaction to the Dan Bilzerian podcast was, it split the audience, didn't it? It did. And... Um, Everything was getting shit for it. Like, I was getting shit. You were getting shit. Apparently, uh, you didn't challenge him enough. I didn't challenge him. I, I just read a comment before because I was just going through them to refresh the memory. I did I did block a few people, but then I just got bored and I can't be asked. Did you? Um, it seems so quite hurt you, this. Uh, well, I'll tell you why in a second. But, like, Geordie didn't have as much balls as I thought. Just went along agreeing with everything he said. Right. Even if you agree with everything, you should challenge him to make it a bit interesting. That's and what I'm, I'm like, here for. Yeah, I mean... In life, though, yeah. for me personally, I don't just disagree with everyone, no matter what. If I look at a guy and go, so you want to get rich, but you also want to fuck really beautiful women. Right. Well, that, I, that's everything I stand against, yeah. quite honestly. I mean, the man has the same dreams as me, quite clearly. Right. I mean, he did, except his uh, aren't dreams. Well, his, his, that's his fucking reality. And also, mm. like, I mean, he was just born into money and, and has had a very lucky life since then. Sure. I don't think he was born into money. No, he, he was, was born, born into, into money. Factual. That, right. that is a fact. He was born into money. But I don't... I'm not the type of person that I'm going to sit there and criticise someone for where they get their money from. You've got it. Like, I don't give a fuck if you won the lottery, if your mum and dad rich, or you won it in poker. Like... And there's a lot of theories of where his money comes from, but the bottom line is, who gives a fuck? Well, part of it is, and I think uh, what Dan has uh, had down the years, a lot of people hate for uh, and pick on very easy uh, targets for him. But actually, if you were to criticise Dan Bilzerian for things you could legitimately criticise him for, it's maybe... Yeah. Oh, wow. It's First of all, it's eating with his fucking mouth <laughs> open. Because... <laughs> I just wanted to set you up for that. That was so, I don't I don't find that that irritating and what's could, weird to me is Dan's probably one of the few people who doesn't irritate me for meeting with his mouth open I kind of like liked it right because it was like it was just so chilled out and, and yeah. for me everyone else was having a go at him in the comments he literally said to us beforehand they were going he is so rude he doesn't respect you he doesn't give a fuck about sure. like it was an insult to you that he ate on your you podcast wow. and literally just before we went on he goes is it alright if I eat on the podcast yeah. and I went oh yeah yeah, yeah no yeah, problem yeah. so like to be fair but we because no one's seen that Everyone's like, oh, he's a total cunt for eating. But, yeah. like, on the kickoff, we eat every well, single like, fucking show. You can't hear it. And, you know, we, when I eat Dorito, I go... You're like a church mouse, Lawrence. Yeah. But the point is, no, um, people don't like him for the type of life he lives. And that's fine. Interesting. But when you start having a go at me just for having the guy on, like, say what you want about him. 
he has an interesting life and he is an interesting person. So if you don't think that, don't watch, that's fine. Can- but have a go at me when I've been... The, the guy's got 27 million Instagram followers. Right. I'd be fucking idiotic to turn that podcast down. People, th- people are like, oh, you got paid to be on there. Uh, no money and to promote hands. To promote his vape company. No. no, he was promoting some shit. He didn't even care about that. Uh, they gave us some free vape thing, uh, pens beforehand. Turns out they weren't permanent. I, I was puffing away on it during the podcast thinking, I'll refill this afterwards. Couldn't. It was, uh, no, it was a disposable the, one. The point so, was, so that was another, I seen someone griefing us in the comments about like, um, wow. trying to be cool. Oh, you using a vape for the first time. I was like, just because I don't do everything on camera doesn't mean I don't not, like vape or whatever. Let me be clear. There is nothing cool about vaping. Absolutely. All right. Cigarettes. Now, this might sound controversial to some of you out there. Look cool when you smoke them, right? That is some, as Dan would say, pussy shit. Yeah. All right. I mean, now, now what I mean by that is cigarette, like, wow, you know, he's retaking really that. The, vapes don't this, look cool. Uh, but for the record, we didn't do a vape deal or anything like that. I, I wish we had because yeah. it would have been worth. But I do like out. I do like vaping. Yeah, and I definitely feel like it's a, a healthy alternative to smoking, exactly. as far as the research says. Exactly. So the, the conclusion I came to years ago after we did the Dapper Laughs interview was that a we could have gone out for dinner with Dapper afterwards, and we did, and he was quite a nice guy. Yep. B the way that I uh, very forthrightly challenged him in the podcast didn't really open anyone's mind to what I was trying to say and in many ways made people more entrenched in their own views uh, because people who agree with Dapper Laughs already agree with them and I am maybe arrogant to think that I will get anyone on his side to go yeah. I, I, I get that people might have wanted to see more of that and I think the one thing that upset me a little bit we got a few messages from women yeah. who were like you don't want to upset them no no but like they were saying you sounded like a total cunt the way you were you, talking about women. And in my head, in being around someone who is a man's man like me and I can talk like that, I suppose we I just slipped into like exactly how men talk when women aren't around. Oh, in now re- that's a bit of a cop-out. From you there, that's a bit of a cop-out. No, if, if you let me get to the point, I'm not saying that that makes it okay. Yeah. I'm just saying generally... Sometimes I talk about women like that. Sometimes I, I would talk about women in that way. Like, as in, oh, good piece of pussy. Do you know right. what I mean? Because but it doesn't mean I think of all women that way, though. So, right. so See, as in, yeah. at a certain... So, so the woman, or one of the women who sent the messages in, or the comments in, and the disappointment that they felt towards us, I was like, us. yeah, but... Well, me, personally. But just because in that frame of mind, in that place, I could say... Oh yeah, fucking ten out of ten pussy. Yeah, uh, wow. doesn't mean that that is the way I think of women all the time. And all women. Well, yeah, we're talking specifically about women who offer themselves up to Dan because they know what they're going to get out of the situation, and they are playing that role. I, you wouldn't talk about a dinner lady in that way, you know. You God, wouldn't no. talk about no, no, a, these a, women are serving you lunch at school. No, exactly. No, but I'm ta- exactly. I'm thinking of the most out of context place to use it, and that's right. pretty much as close I could come. Sure. Did you ever have a crush on dinner lady? No. If anything, they were often repulsive. But right. that's not the wow. point. But kindly um, and motherly. Hence why you'd never talk about them like that, right, Loz. Yeah, that's a 10 out of no, 10 but the, dinner the, lady. The point is, <laughs> I kind of felt bad because I thought I shouldn't I shouldn't have... Maybe I should have spoke a, a bit better, but you know... <sighs> did 
Did this you is th- just how I, how I am. It's who I am. There were a few things that set it up for me. To finish the Dapper last point, the reason I made that is because what I realized after that interview is that our job as interviewers or the way that I would like to do it is that we give people a platform we sort of draw themselves out of themselves and then the audience are smart enough to go okay I either like this guy I don't like this guy I disagree with some and they're also smart enough to realise that even if you're not challenging someone you can be setting them up for being very comfortable enough to open themselves up and I think Dan was comfortable and I think a real task for us and I think we we could come across making excuses in this real task for us was he came off the back of being attacked by a BBC oh, no we got fucked like in the arrangement of all of this like we had a very tired interviewer uh, interviewee sorry who had had a hell of a day doing mm. promo shit and we got the very last one and he was clearly fucked and I made a point of trying to get the mood going better mm. get get us going as quick as I possibly could and honestly I had the shits for a fucking four day period before this I'd it was taken, not pleasant I'd put it taken, that way fucking three emodium after sitting in the fucking Mandrake Hotel toilets for about half an hour I and my legs went to sleep. Next three days I was then that. chugging down fucking whiskey and coke just to get like in the mood to have like a bit of a chat there. Right. Um, I, I barely remembered a thing by the time we finished. I was just concentrating on not dying. And, or shitting. Yeah. So surprisingly, it all went away at that point. Three emodium will do that to you. But the point is... He's not shat for three weeks. I, I, I gave... <laughs> I, w- I was not having a good week and I really tried to just get a solid interview out there to have a good laugh with this guy. The I irony. Just, I just wanted to have a fucking laugh with him. Like, Getting yeah, something solid I, out. Personally, people think he's a dickhead. Fuck, that is cool. Like, I, People think I idolise this guy. I envy his lifestyle. absolutely. fucking And good- I admire him for not giving a shit about what anyone thinks because as much as a lot of people out there claim to not care... Like, he really doesn't care. Do you and think it's a bit reductive of you, though? Because what I realised was what people What does reductive went, mean? But, uh, to reduce you down to something that is not you. So it's sort of taken away the details which make you different from him. So Well, yeah, but, you know, I, what annoys me is people go, you see, I remember when your content was good. I remember when you really cared. You've, you've, you've gone backwards. You've proven this is shit. And I'm like, you know, like... It's one video. Two or three weeks ago, I poured my fucking heart and soul out into an interview to the point where... I felt like less for about a week afterwards. Like right. in doing that interview and going through all those old memories, I fucking really dug down deep, like nine years ago mm-hmm. to that place I was in to tell it. And that shit like takes a while to go back into its box. Mm. And I thought I gave a lot for that. So then for you to just fucking shit all over us, just because I had one, what you class as a bad interview, because it wasn't necessarily what you always get, or it wasn't the type of person that you like, to shit all over my channel, everything I've done, I'm like, you're not a real fan at that point. Like, because you have to understand, like, I'm going to have days where I'm feeling ill, or a podcast guest who isn't what you're going to like. You've got to stick with me. Do you feel, though, like... I, see, because we were texting about this on the day. And also, it? I'm going to say stupid shit sometimes. Like, I, right. I'm not You're editing human. every single thing out. So occasionally, I will refer to a woman as pussy, uh, and I will talk about like how good it is that you know to fuck on the first night. I'm going to admit things like that. So the thing is, with with talking about uh, women as... At least I'm not sitting there pretending to be something I'm not. Yeah, but to talk about women as pussy and to talk about fucking on the first night, I think are two different things. Yeah, I, I just felt bad because... When someone has an opinion of you and you've let the youth, it was as if I'd let them down. And that was like, to the women who watch us, I don't want to come across as a cunt. 
and they were like, "You've just made every single woman who watches you make make you feel like a piece of pussy." And I was like, "Oh, that's not true." We weren't though, really it? talking about every woman, though, were we? We were talking about specific kinds of women who fuck with Dan because they know what they're going to get out of it. I I think the problem is we spoke in such broad terms in that interview. Maybe, maybe, and that maybe I should have been a better interviewer. Um, but when you're dealing with a Dan, when you come in there. There's certain people who you're going to interview who there's just going to be deep, deep levels to. And with a Ricky Gervais, we, we knew that first interview. That got criticised. Some people loved it, but we didn't pry enough. We, we, you never gave us anything we hadn't already seen before. These type of complaints. I'm right. like, the man's probably the most interviewed guy in fucking British comedy for the last 20 years. Yeah. Like, he's going to have said a lot of the things before. But with him... My first interview with him was almost like a, a starter of a meal. Like, I want a, a second, a third, a fourth, because there's so many layers to Ricky Gervais. And once you get with, to know him. Yeah. yeah. Whereas with Dan Bilzerian, you're going to come, you're going to have a laugh, you're going to talk about pussy, you're going to talk about money, and that's it. And when you, when, when you asked him a deeper question of, like, spirituality or how did it feel when that woman was shot mm. in the Las Vegas shooting when you've seen her die... Mm. You know, th he isn't a deep, deep guy, and, and that's just as far as we can go with him. His so when you've got a rigid guest like that, you're not going to change the world with that podcast. And that's part of it. Yeah, but I, accept it. Though. I also think the other side is, I, I, I think I came away with a different opinion to what I entered the room with Dan Bilzerian. I did think, he, I, you know, from what I'd heard, a lot of people said to me, don't interview him, he's sexist, he's all these kind of things. What I did respect about him was he has a lot of control in his life, which is good. And he's Do you definitely... Not, like, the that, master of his own destiny. For me, as a, as a businessman, I, like, I was like, okay, like, watching his setup, his people running around after him and shit like that, like, he has routine. He's a well-oiled machine. He's got everything. Like, he must have people around him who really have done a good job looking after him and all of that shit. And he's got a lot of money to be able to afford that. Yeah. Uh, and I, I like people in a boss situation because I always think, all right, well, this is the type of thing I'm trying to cultivate for myself. Right. What can you learn from him? And the things that necessarily might not have even been caught on camera. For me, I guess, and this is not a criticism, it's an observation. He did look a little lonely. He was quite an, he was quite an out there sort of on his own figure in the room. But this, but this is it though. When you get to a certain level, even on YouTube or in music or whatever, you get to a point where everyone around you can gain from you. Mm -hmm. And they're not necessarily around you because they can gain from you, but they just can because of who you are. So you can either be one kind of person who embraces that. I'm thinking of a KSI right. who loves having all his people around yeah, him yeah. and loves season, feeling yeah. like there's that team there mm. and all his mates. And doesn't really get too fucked up about what people are getting from him. Doesn't mm. really seem to think about it too much. Or you can be extremely aware of it, which Dan clearly is, mm -hmm. and keeps everyone in certain places. And in order to get close to a person like him, mm -hmm. it would take years and years and years. Well, and we're you, never going to do that in a podcast. Trust. Yeah, yeah, we're never going to do that in a podcast, so fuck it. But, also, but also the other side to that is... Dan is probably also extremely private in some parts of his life because he doesn't want everyone to be able yeah, to Yeah, we got all in. the brief and all that from his people. You're not allowed to talk about this, uh, his childhood and whatever. But I, to be honest, I didn't think about any of it when I went in there. I've, I've met enough of these little fucking peers for a, one lifetime. I don't listen to a word they say. They're just shit munchers trying to watch their back. That as well. But I mean, also, like you said, they, they looked after Dan when we walked in. Absolutely. They, They're doing know, the right thing. And I'm sure him. if I'm lucky enough to be rich one day, I'll fucking have someone saying the same shit. He says sitting in a... Luxury apartment. Yeah, I mean, we're London. doing all right, but yeah. fuck me. Not like this cunt. Yeah. And I, I guess... Do you, do you know what it is? Did you like him? 
Because everyone has been messaging me saying it's clear Lawrence didn't like him. So uh, I want to ask you. I liked him as an energy. Mm. <laughs> that is the most bullshit answer you've ever given no, me no, no. The, in the, my life. The, I guess as a person or an energy? Well, as, <laughs> as, uh, the, energy, the energy that he had, I was like, okay, I can respect that. Yeah. Maybe I wouldn't I wouldn't mistake. I'm not asking if you'd condone anything. I'm I'm asking, do you like him? Did you did you think you're a cool guy? You're I, all f- right. I felt quite co- yeah, I felt like he was a cool guy. Yeah. And you know what I felt like his downfall is is that he isn't maybe clear enough that he's not going to everyone go out there and treat women like this. Mm-hmm. Go out there and do that. He's going, this is what I do, and if you want to do that, then you have to he's almost saying you have to live a certain lifestyle in order to treat people like that. Because he's if you, were, you need to be successful before you do anything. And what if I anything, did, he's one of the first big celebrities to advocate like fucking grafting and stuff, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, but what I did find difficult was um, you can't do that if you're in a very normal job. You can't do that. No, no, no. Very few people can. And that's part of his charm for a lot of people. That's why a lot of women, when they first found out what's happening on the podcast or uh, tweeting and saying, love this guy or whatever, I'm not sure they feel the same way now. But... Well, if they but, didn't know that about him before, what are but, they going to know Yeah, but the now? thing is, the thing is with this guy, he's speaking his truth, and that is an ugly truth to a lot of people out there, right. that he is a man who's in a position to fuck who he wants and do what he wants. And A, some people will be jealous. B, some people will be pissed off. Say they, they'll, they'll think he's an egotistical, up-his-own-ass guy. But in yeah. my head, I looked at him, I thought, no, this is where you're living, mate. You're not talking shit. You, you're living this way. Well, that was the funny thing was there was a comment that said, this guy is a massive fucking cunt who just does whatever the hell he wants. I hate him for it. And then the, you press read more and then it just goes, I wish I was living the way he lived. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, okay, that's, that sums it up quite well. I guess I was sort of proud of the audience that they feel like they can go, we don't like this. That's cool. That's fine. Like, you've built an audience there that goes, don't like this, Geordie. No, like- and I, I do appreciate the constructive criticism, but it's when, I mean, here some comments are just there to try and get a little bit of buzz off of the back of a, a video. So mm-hmm. what they try to do is make everyone laugh. Yeah. And wear the butt of the jokes because we're the guys on the camera. That's you fine. Know? And I, it's, it's a bit like a comment version of, um, who's that? What's that frog guy? Sir Froge. Sir Froge. It's like a comment right. version. They're trying to buzz off of the back of it, but... Um, for me, some of the criticism was just bullshit criticism. It was, right. I mean... I, Do you want to go through some of the comments? No, I'll just quickly, I'll pull something up. There's Can probably, I pull up something that I thought... Maybe, how does Dan's dick taste, Brian? Huh? To be fair, it was difficult to... Uh, to so so me me agreeing with the life he's living, apparently like, oh, you're, you're this, you're that. And it's like, li- literally, like, I'm nice to a lot of guests. Like, we haven't had a guest on in a while. Yeah. But like... You were nice to everyone. Really. Like, yeah. So, I don't know. I think it's just that they didn't like him. And because I liked him, it's just a way of having a go at me. Um, I think I do think it's unusual that they expected you not to get along with him. Like, I, He's living my fucking dream. So, is this your dream? After seeing it, you know when they say you shouldn't meet your, meet your heroes? After seeing his life, do you think... I'd love to do that. No, he's certainly not my hero because I don't idolize him. I idolize his life. Yeah, um, so what I mean is... He's but, certainly yeah. not someone I, wanna, I wouldn't want to be in his body and but, shit. But, no, God, no. no but You're like, not being tall. But like what the, the point is with you, I mean, what, now you've seen that lifestyle and you've seen something desirable. So you've met not your hero, but your hero life maybe. Do you still desire or did you think, hmm, maybe I don't want that in the way that he has that? Um, in not, and I don't mean this. No, I, I just yeah. I must admit I think that there's there's something to be said about um, you got to find meaning in life at some point, and 
you know, you get to a certain age where the meaning comes from long-lasting relationships where yeah. uh, real bonds are formed. Yeah. And, you know, you, c- you can't really do that by banging a different lass every night of the week mm-hmm. like he is, especially at 38 years old or whatever he is. So, HRT. You know, um, I take it all with a pinch of salt. It's a bit mm. of fun. He's having that lifestyle. That's the way he wants to live. And I think... Good for you. You know what I mean. If I could, if I could do a few months in that situation, I'm sure I'd fucking love it, right? But uh, long term, yeah. long term. I mean, pff, no, I, that's not what I'd want long term. I think the other side. Too. It, it, that's where you know when Hugh Hefner's really old and the women are still the same. Balls, yeah, it gets a weird. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And and I think that there's a cut off point where maybe we should have broached the subject with him and said like, where does this fucking go? How long is this going? I mean, you can't do that when you're president. Well, let's you know be honest. I mean? When you're yeah, but I, I mean, I don't know if that'll ever happen for him. I mean, the the fucking Trump one uh, means it might do, but some of the other comments. Can um, I say one thing about Dan? There's something called herd immunity. You you know the concept we've spoken about on the mm-hmm. podcast before, where if the rest of the herd is immunized, mm-hmm. there's one sheep that doesn't need to be. Mm-hmm. But if all the sheep aren't immunized, the whole fucking herd dies. Mm-hmm. Dan's the sheep that's not immunized. So he can do whatever he wants and mm. go around. And there's also quite a high risk to his mm. life because he could get, not get sick, but sort of, you know, there could be a big fall for him at some mm. point. I think some people look at that and go, Dan is advocating that every man lives the way that Dan lives. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if that is what he's, he's advocating. Not, he's not, though. He thinks he's better than other people. Yeah. And let's be honest, he's living a life that would um, make him think that. Right. You know what I mean? Like, it's subconsciously, a lot of celebrities will naturally begin to think, oh, I'm better than other people. But, they, mm-hmm. but publicly, we can't really say that. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. But like... But I'm, I, this is here's a fucking newsflash for people out there. I think I'm better than other people. Like, and don't get me wrong, I don't mean that um, my life is worth more. Right. What I'm saying is where other people uh, who I've known in my life have sat on their fucking ass right. and talked about starting a podcast, I've got up and done it. I've worked fucking hard. Mm-hmm. I've done things in my life which would other people would not be able to do. Yeah. But I still wouldn't look down on other people. Does that for mean not doing not, for not doing it? Yeah. No, that's your decision. Well, that's arrogance. You at do that whatever point, the fuck it? you want. Yeah, like, that's arrogance and contempt. Yeah, but and that's, I, whereas that's narcissistic. I, where I think Dan comes across like he does look down on other people, and, and, yeah. and that's why people um, get turned off by him. Yeah, because it feels judgmental. But which... personally, I guess I'm just like different to other people because I, I better because I just don't. I look at him. I think, yeah, you, you're fucking killing it, mate. Good for you. Yeah, but if everyone was killing it in the way that Dan was, we have a I just fucked think up they just society. Don't like the way he talks. I, but that's the reality, man. Some men out there are banging as much fanny as they want. Fanny. They're doing what they want, though. Right. And and you you liking them ain't going to change a fucking thing because someone out there likes them. I suppose that's the other side of it. Is Dan? When we go to Dan, uh, what do you think? You know, yeah. do you care for what we think about you? He goes, I don't care. But and exactly. Go, okay, then what are we supposed to do about that? Exactly. But who 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 the fuck? Like that's, and this is one of the things that annoyed me about this podcast. It was just like people are like, "Oh, you're up his ass." I'm like, I don't really think you get where I'm. I I, I am like, I just agree. I see how he thinks. I think similarly to the way he thinks about certain things. About certain things. About yeah. certain things. But yeah. You, but you don't broadly think about uh, women in the same way. No, as he but does. I, I share. I'm I'm ambitious. I, I share. <laughs> I share some. <laughs> oh. 
<laughs> it's just funny when you talk about one uh, that being like the height of ambition. No, no, I share I share some ambitions that he has. Yeah. Like he wants a lot of beautiful women. I know the feeling. Mm-hmm. He wants a lot of money. I know the feeling. Right. So uh, therefore, I'm not going to sit there and go, yeah, f- fuck this cunt. Like he, he, I get him. Some people outside of that bubble of wanting those things, I guess, would not feel the same way and would go. But I guess you judge them maybe for not wanting what you want, and you go, "Well, why do you want that life?" You know, everyone's yeah, but the, got their. But own the story. thing with, with that, I don't know. Um, it's so jarring to most people's own story because in modern society, a lot of us are going, "Well, I want to be a good person. I want to be this." And Dan, do- he doesn't seem to give a fuck about being Jesus in the same way as so many people that I know are. Does that make sense? He wants to win first. I guess that it's however you frame. I have winning. similar priorities to him. Right. I think priorities often make up. A person's character more that, that's when you really can judge someone one th- what they say all that shit you can read someone by their priorities in life and what actually matters and what they and his is secure in the bag that's a fucking priority one thing i would like to know is and i'd like to almost like to spend time off camera with him and go okay so i know that you're portraying the way that you treat women in this way on camera I'd like to see if he does get close with people or any women or how he is. Well, no, but this is the thing, though. Scale. I think everyone sat there thinking he's going to go go back to these girls and go, hey, piece of pussy, come over here. Like, when women aren't in the room for a man like that, that that's that's how he's going to talk about them. When he's with them, I've got no doubt he's polite. He'll have a laugh with them. He'll try and make them laugh. He loves women. He This guy is obsessed with being surrounded by women. So right. I don't think I don't think he, he's going to treat them like dirt at all. I, I just think that it's the, it's the way he talks about them when he's alone with other men. You sort of unlock something in my head then that I thought after the interview is it is also going to attract a certain kind of woman. So yeah. he's not, put it this way, Dan Bilzerian and Mother Teresa are not going to hook up anytime not soon. No, exactly. These girls are knowing what they're signing, signing up think- for. So when I was on a fucking... Um, in a working environment full of work some mental image by the way no full of working class men like when you're talking about women it's conversations that's how how it sounds but when we go back to the those women that we're talking about we don't talk to them like that like some people might like that no but the point is it's it's a way of life it's part of being a bloke like you moan about women and then when you sit with them it's a total different thing it's oh you're alright darling like you know what I mean the way you say it though comes the way you're describing it comes across as if men are hiding who they really are no it's 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 almost just like this. it's part bravado part language you know in a manly environment where you don't show weakness you you right. put on a certain side of you because we all do so it's uh, part of playing the role that exa- you take up exactly that the right. way a daughter plays a different role to her dad than her husband and her brother yeah, god yeah i mean that I and, and find, her girlfriends well, got, i always find that weird because i always think um you know the first time that someone has a kid yeah. right i always think that is the first public admittance basically that you've had sex yep because you're basically going back to your parents and going we fuck so much that we got a kid <laughs> and yeah. that's like that's the first time that your parents maybe look at you and go she was getting absolutely rogered yeah because you have to in order to get pregnant mm-hmm. do you know what i mean yeah you got to catch it just at the right time i guess so you got to catch it just the right stroke mm. but all the girls who are, who are making the complaints and in, in the comments i have no doubt have sat around with their own girlfriends without cameras obviously and refer to mm-hmm. men as dogs refer to men as you know fucking 
what fuck boys and all of that shit. Well, that, right? that is a weird and, 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 thing. Yeah. Uh, no, but this is the thing though. Like, and they have every right to do so. I'm not challenging that. I don't think that they are demeaning all men everywhere for right. doing that. It's just at the time that's how you felt about a certain guy, and you just wanted to talk about. And and he probably was a fuck boy. But I'm not getting all upset. But I think that they, because it's got cameras around, because it, we were generalizing, it made them feel personally attacked and that was never what I was trying to do so I do apologise for that you yeah know what I mean? and I'm, I guess maybe apology is not really no but enough. I just I don't know I do value our female audience yeah and it's not like a um, you know a blanket statement to be like hey women Brian's sorry this time <laughs> Like that would that that would be disingenuous. There's but a, I think there's a title. Can I say, like, knowing you personally, I've never seen a podcast or a reaction to a podcast. Uh, I don't mean now, like you sitting on camera, but I mean immediately, like hit you so hard. What do you mean? I've never seen you be so upset that people oh, didn't well, like it. No, people were shitting all over it. Yeah. Yeah, in the same way as you. I no, mean, and, and take no, some fucking emodium. No, you know what normally, I mean? uh, finally. Yeah. No, normally, I would just ride it out and just be like whatever I'll do another one they'll like the next one but I do care about these podcasts there's a reason why we try so hard to make an intro that is going to make people interested and like believe me we ground that out um, and like it yeah no shouts to Gia and I I care about everything I put out so when people don't don't like it I I I wanted to talk about it you know what I mean and and, and they're more than welcome to think Dan's a cunt Right. I, I don't personally, and if people think that means I'm fucking up his ass or whatever, that's fine, you know. But I just wanted to give it a bit of context. Some things that made me uncomfortable on the podcast were, say, talking about prostitution. Yeah. I sometimes felt like there was a bit of a blanket statement, and because we didn't necessarily have the deepest chat at times, we couldn't yeah, we get into it. So no, when we, he could, said, we didn't have time, did we? That as well, we knew we were very short yeah. on time. One thing I was sort of conscious of was with the prostitution thing was we were talking, I think Dan was very much talking about kind of LA prostitutes mm. and a high-end level. Yeah. And he's not, Dan's not talking about prostitutes when you get to, you know, a, a country which Darby. is maybe less well-off. <laughs> or Derby, you know. Um, because that's a different dynamic. What he says is, he, he said something like, you know, the man gets pussy, the woman gets the money, everyone's happy, no one gets hurt. Mm-hmm. And I think in an ideal world, he's right. But... But it's not an That isn't world. the reality of prostitution. Yeah. And, and we, yeah, we could have gone in deeper on that. Yeah. And that's, I sort of walked away thinking, you know what, Lawrence, you've sort of beated yourself a little bit there. And I know people were like, there's two alpha males and Lawrence sitting in the middle. But I think the dynamic that we cooked up with Dan was better than I've seen other people do. Watch Dan's other interviews, right? You might have hated ours, but ours was the best of the bunch. And that's real. I, I don't give a fuck what anyone says. Yeah. Because Rogan had to carry him. And, Ro- and Rogan really did try and carry him, but we kept it going. I've never, I've never, we, I've never heard so many stories about Rogan in one podcast. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's yeah. it. Here's so, a story from me. Yeah, um, we, 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 kept, we kept it snappy. We yeah. might have failed. We fucking tried. We move on to the next one. No problem. But Can I just ask? You know you're upset about this. Yeah. Does any of you think that you're upset because maybe some people hit a bit of a chord that you were already subconsciously feeling where it was like, Fuck, maybe I didn't know this. Maybe I didn't challenge him enough. Maybe I could have been a better interviewer. No, no. no? I mean, I wasn't. It's was not that I don't doubt myself, but it, it was more a case of I left that just ill. I dragged myself to the interview. I really fucking tried just to get something good. Um, and we were supposed to be doing another podcast the day before that I had to cancel. Mm. So, um, no, I, I wasn't really second guessing myself. Um, we'll 
we'll be we'll do another one. It'll be no problem. But um, do you think it's because you? No, nah, I think I'm, I'm, no. Nah, I'm always pissed off. I'm always just pissed off when it doesn't go yeah, down. Well. I, I just I just fancy doing a rebuttal on this one because we've got time to do. Do you know what I like about YouTube mm. is? Uh, it's not the nanny state that the big TV companies have to be. Yeah. So big TV companies have to treat it as, what will our audience react like? What will they think like? Well, yeah. Are we teaching people the wrong thing? Yeah. Whereas on YouTube, you can put it out there and the audience will just go, don't like that or didn't like this or, you know, they can give you true and honest feedback. Mm. And I kind of like that because it trusts the audience to understand things. Whereas the BBC or all those people, they have to sign 10 pieces of paper to go, did we include anything in here that's, you know, uh, sexist or any of these things? And they hide certain elements of society. No. This, to me, felt like quite an honest podcast. I wish we'd gotten into a bit more of a deeper chat with guns, but again, I still feel like... I just think the main problem we have with our podcast, people didn't fucking like them. And that, and that for me, that's just hard to bear. But it's when, it's when they come after us as well in the comments. I'm like... You call yourself a fucking fan and you're shitting on us just because you didn't like the guests. Live by the Fuck sword, off. die by the sword. No, no, that doesn't make any sense. Uh, every cloud has a silver lining. <laughs> Fuck off. So the cloud of uh, the cloud of criticism mm. was the silver lining, as you will. Yeah. You'll never be sexist again. Yeah. And that is the lesson yeah. of today's podcast. You looked upset, and I, I don't know it just touched me. I felt like people hadn't seen that. You just want to do good podcasts. Something else. Would you have Dan back on? I don't think there's any need. It's not that I wouldn't or would. It's we did it, we covered it, done. done. You don't feel like there's any deeper levels we could go to with him? Nah. Nah, definitely not. Would you be upset if when you're 38, you're in a similar situation to Dan? Hell no. Is that what you want with your life? Mm, not really, but I mean, there's fucking, uh, it's a good way to live, isn't it? I think you respect women. Eh? I think you, can I surprise you here? I think you respect women. No, but like... I think you've come to respect women more over the last few years. Yeah, but... I, well, without a doubt, I'll give you that. But it, if there was a situation where um, I was fucking desired by many women, I'd be fucking happy. Do you think there's at all an ego thing about that, though, where it's like, why do you want... Why? I sit there, I just think, why do you want to be desired by all these women? Like, who cares? If you don't care what the men think or any of the criticizers think, why do you care what the women think? And then at that point, the only answer is because you want to fuck them. What, are you accusing me of this? Well, no, I'm just saying, what is the answer, Brian? What's the other answer? It's not an accusation. It's I, care about what it, I care about everyone's thoughts about the podcast because I want it to be a successful podcast, clearly. Right. I mean, there's certain points where you just got to give up and say, fuck it, people hated it, move on. That, see, that's what I like. I like that people didn't like it. Like, I like that. That's good. It's good that the audience, we've got an audience that just go... Oh, no, I didn't like that. Because other audience go, thanks again for just uploading on time. It's such a great thing that you managed I, to get it out I, I think, on time. To a degree, I think we're a bit of a victim of a certain style of podcast that we are known for. If anything, and a certain good. standard. Yeah. So that when we don't hit those standards in their eyes, they absolutely hammer us. They and it's part of like, all right, fair play. We, we've, we've done good podcasting about you expect a lot. But then at the same time, it's like, sorry, sorry, my worst little shits on all of these other YouTubers you're watching. Okay. So remember who the best is, all right? He's remember who it. the man is. I think he's a bit hurt. Eh? I'm just saying. Eh? I do think you're a little bit hurt by it. It worries me. It doesn't think, worry me, actually. I like I, it. I think you're, you're reading too much into that. I think maybe I am, but yeah. I do worry about you. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, don't worry about me. Do you I'll, think I'll be just fine. I've got Dan's phone book now. 
That was the interesting thing is we didn't actually get to see any of the people that he hangs around with. No. Like, like, part of me would have loved to, I'd almost love to do a podcast with Dan Bilzerian's girls. I don't mean that in the sense of, you Indeed, know, Indeed, indeed. I just love the idea that one of them would go, yeah, I'll do a podcast. I'll tell you what it's like. It's a bit boring when they're trying to set up the drone and it won't attach to the phone. You know, fucking Bluetooth. It's We've gone on and on here. Should we? I'm I, just saying. I've tried to wrap this up a few times. Should we fuck that off? We're done. I, if you didn't like Dan Bilzerian, it's fine. If you didn't like Dan Bilzerian, it's fine. If you didn't like our podcast, on the other hand, fuck off. Five stars on iTunes, thanks. <laughs>